0: Welcome to the True Achievements Podcast Gamescom 2017 Special Part 1. That's an intro and a half, day. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> we have been travelling for, well, personally, around probably eight hours. Dave's another three or four hours on top of that. So it's been a long day. We've been at the EA conference just now. We just got back from it, uh, which was great. But they did have a free bar, so uh, bear, that, bear that in mind, <laughs> as we uh as we talk about what we've seen so um first up we should talk about the Xbox conference that happened last night um which i was anticipating having a couple of surprises it did have a couple of surprises but it wasn't really the surprises i was either expecting or hoping for uh i don't really know too much about the the two trailers that we saw that were new games which were Jurassic World Evolution, Evolution yeah. Evolution and uh, Mars, Survival on Mars, Survival on Planet Mars, 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 Planet Mars, Mars Bar, something, something, <laughs> something Mars. to do with Mars. Um, apart from that, we saw a lot of trainers that we had seen some of before, mm-hmm. and a lot of CGI stuff that, well, it's CGI stuff. It doesn't really show us a great deal that is anything to do with what would be in the game, apart from possibly storyline. So I was a little bit disappointed by the whole thing. The only thing I was excited about was the special limited edition Scorpio edition of the Xbox One X, which I thought looked fantastic. It only has a small amount of styling that was different to the regular edition, but those little touches uh, made it a must-buy for me, which which is probably ridiculous because it probably cost them 50p uh, to put those things on, but instantly I was like, I need this now. Dave, what did you think of the conference last night?
1: Same as you, disappointed in that a lot of it was trailers we've seen already. Mm. Re-releases of games that nobody really asked for. Yeah, so, so let's talk about
0: stuff. Yeah, let's talk about well the main one was probably Recall. Yeah. Which wasn't just a re release, it was a definitive edition. And sounded like they might have actually added some stuff to the game. It was it was covered really pretty all the trailers it were a bit like disjointed from the actual presentation. So we had AC Bongos, we had Julia Hardy and we had someone else, a German, German lady. <laughs> lady who was who was also excellent at presenting. Um, but they were very they were just like having chats amongst themselves and then cutting to trailers and then not really talking about the trailers at all. So it was a bit it felt a bit disjointed. Uh it was the first time that they've done a big presentation like that that was trailed rather heavily, that didn't have any press invites, so we couldn't get as you would have seen if you'd watched it, it was just a studio. Um, with with them in it, uh, and then cut into trailers. So there was no, there was no crowd there whooping and hollering that they are sometimes want to do around here. Um, but to be honest, they might not have had too much to whoop and holler about.
1: It probably shows as well. What the de- do you want the developers go on stage and explain a bit more about the the trailer you've seen just having a trailer gives you no kind of context about it. Yeah, so we thing. start
0: we started off with the new Assassin's Creed Origins trailer. Oh, see it was what well, a CGI, CGI thing movie. which I suppose it told you a bit about the gameplay but it gives it gives you no concept of what the game is actually going to be like when you when you get it in your hands because it was all CGI stuff. So I wasn't massively impressed with that. Um, what else did we see? What did they have that was new? So the the Jurassic Park Evolution was a like a sim-style world-building god-sim type thing.
1: Yeah.
0: So you build your own Jurassic theme park. That could be really cool, I think.
1: It reminded Potentially. me a bit from what I saw, the brief thing we started, it reminded
0: me a bit of a City of Definitely reminded me of City yeah. Which what I really enjoyed. So we played that on the stream earlier this year. It was one of my favourite streams that we've done the whole year. Um, and I I'm I can imagine with the additional dinosaur-type mm-hmm. element mm-hmm. thrown in, it could be really good fun. So... I don't know, we um, we'll have to hold off um judgment on that until we see a lot more of it. But it, it looked pretty cool. Uh I, don't, I can't remember, I'm struggling to remember the other there things. Was, we well there
1: was the same Farza trailer.
0: Yeah, identical Forza trailer. Then they showed an Xbox One X trailer, which was the same thing we saw at E3. There's my next beer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um there was the Recore stuff. The announced three there was Pixar Rush. Disney Playground Adventures and Zoo Tycoon. Oh, these are the
0: games that are going to be remastered.
1: HDR or 4K remastered.
0: Okay, yeah. So the, the, the key driver was that um, there's going to be over 100 games coming to Xbox One X that have been upgraded, effectively, to take advantage of the new hardware, uh, which is more than I thought there was going to be, so that's cool.
1: That was quite exciting. The system stuff, he said, Mike Ibarra, mm-hmm. was probably the most interesting. He said, you're going to be able to... Pre-downloads your Xbox One the four K assets ready for yeah when for launch Xbox. Mm-hmm. and then uh, locally transport transfer, transfer locally on over that. your local network, network mm-hmm. which is cool because it, it annoys me having to download or yeah that's massive twice.
0: that's potentially huge which that's the type of thing that none of us had even really considered yeah <laughs> having to do but I suppose it's obvious when you think about it and I presume you can hot swap the hard drives like yeah, you the you hard can, you have, is currently yeah, yeah. go. Plugged into my Xbox One, I'll be able to swap over Um and the other new dash related thing was the light and dark mode. Yeah. Which well, looks I cool. A site that does that. I know a side that does that, it's, it's exceptional sight. Um so that was cool. The probably the only thing that really impressed me, which I knew was going to impress me anyway, was the player unknown battleground stuff. They've done so much work on the graphics for that. It looked shonky, <laughs> it's probably probably being polite. About four months ago when I saw it on PC. They've done a whole lot of work on that. And player unknown himself, which I assumed was a company, until I did some research on it and saw him last night. It's actually just a bloke. It's a single Irish guy that's and he made. He walked
1: past us before. And he, yeah, we just
0: literally walked past him on the way into the. He was just stood there on his own, just walking by, which is just nuts. Uh, he made a mod for Daisy that got picked up by Sony, and they made H one M one, or H one Z one, and then got picked up by this Korean um, producer developer. As the creative director on on the Battlegrounds project, which is basically his baby, that which has come one from one his of the mod. Things yeah, in eight mind. million sales in the last four months or five months since it went into um, pre-release. The big take was that it's coming. Microsoft are actually publishing it on Xbox One, which is pretty huge. Um, it's everything I've seen, although nothing's been announced and nothing's been confirmed, suggests that it will be coming to PlayStation Four eventually. But there's no. It's definitely timed exclusive on Xbox.
1: It's gone into preview first. I don't think PlayStation has that preview.
0: No. no. It, well, it's being published. Uh, the fact that it's being published by Microsoft suggests it's going to be uh, at least exclusive for. A, I would imagine at least six to a, six months to a year. Um, but yeah, the graph, the work they've done on that graphically looks amazing. Um, they're working on th- three maps. There's only one map currently on the PC version. So. It's quite hard to explain how massive that game is going to be, but the fact that it sold uh, 8 million copies mm-hmm. in you know just a few months and pretty much everybody that's on Xbox plays it, everyone that's on the Xbox team, like Michael Barra, plays it every night, um, loads of those guys are just constantly playing it, gives some idea of how addictive that gameplay is. It's really neat, like 20-minute rounds um, with a contracting map and a randomly generated center and randomly generated weapon spawn points um it it just I haven't (laughs) still yet to play it but I've watched a lot of videos and I can I can really instantly see the appeal of the game it looks awesome so that was the Xbox conference last night it wasn't um anywhere near I was expecting Tomb Raider exclusive definitely going to be exclusive on the Xbox One we think there's a new one coming none of that happened um there was a really neat little, which they always do, the little ID showcase, which probably showed off 10 clips of games, and they all looked really polished. There was some like proper A looking titles in there, um, so we'll look forward to finding out more about those tomorrow.
1: There was the Minecraft Xbox One S.
0: Yeah, loads of special editions, so the Minecraft, Man that, that looks awesome. So that's got special lights, it's got special <laughs> sounds when you turn it on, uh, obviously the very blocky design on the console itself and the controller. Uh, there was also a Shadows of War, of War, no, Shadows of Mordor, Xbox One S uh, special edition as well. But yeah, there's some really nice stuff coming out. They're doing limited edition Gamescom controllers, uh, which I'm definitely picking one up tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> we we'll need to design it first, which will probably take a while, but uh, it's got special Gamescom 2017 engraving on it. I'm very much looking forward to getting my hands on one of those. Uh, but generally, I thought it was a bit of a disappointment. Really, it didn't it didn't show too much new stuff.
1: You can tell they were clutching a bit, you know? like when they were saying like they were mentioning Crackdown as you know coming soon, but they just pinned mm. it off for sort of like four or five months. So. so
0: Aaron Greenberg mentioned the exclusives that were coming in Q four, and we've got Forza. He mentioned Cuphead. Uh, Player unknown battle yeah Battleground is that definitely coming this year is it yes okay so those three are massive then we got he mentioned I think he mentioned four for January or for spring
1: yeah you know, Sea of
0: Thieves a Sea of Thieves we've got Crackdown so there is in the next six months there's quite a lot yeah. coming out and some of those are you know they're I think Sea of Thieves will be huge Um, so th- I don't know there is potential though. there's just nothing new I was well there was a couple of things new but nothing new that I really got excited about which was a shame so let's move on to EA. We've just come back from the EA conference. Um, again, it's a very slick presentation. Uh, we could see the teleprompter behind us. Everything was <laughs> really, really slick. There was, I don't know, probably three, 400 people there. Maybe more than that. Yeah. Um, started off with a really neat FIFA trailer, which just, I mean, some of the the facial capture that they've done now just goes on another level every year. Uh, if they can actually integrate that into Frostbite which it sounded like they have um, that's going to be a spectacular game in the replays, like any sort of goal line action or goal replays are going to look absolutely fantastic even when you're zooming in all over the place uh, that was impressive, then we moved on to a Star Wars Battlefront trailer which again looked amazing, that was the best thing I've seen in a long <laughs> time like trailer wise, just blew me away I think it, it helps when you sat there well, it? yeah it was real gameplay but we were sat there with <laughs> probably a million pounds worth of speaker around us, just going rum and you could just, going, you you could could just feel, your feel your the bass. <laughs> in- incredible sized screens that were right in front of us. Like we're in row two, so it literally couldn't have got much closer to the to the stage. And it was it was really impressive. And that that whole trailer was just staggering. I thought I couldn't wait to play it. Um, we got a Need for Speed trailer, which didn't show us any of the gameplay, which I was a bit sad about. Uh, and then we got some live play on both Battlefront and Battlefield One, um, a big sixty-four person battle uh, yeah. on Battle on Battlefield using the new maps, uh, including a uh, like a ch- big church cathedral uh, capture point capture the flag type thing, uh, which wasn't that interesting to watch when you were there. There was a lot of people like checking phones, <laughs> ch- chatting amongst themselves. <laughs> uh, but if you're a Battlefield Battlefront or a battlefield fan, I'm sure you'll really enjoy that stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of content that they were they were really pushing the season pass and all, the revolution version yeah, they, of the game, which them. is basically the base game plus a load of extra content. Um, but it sounds like they, you know, every single trailer they showed looked utterly ridiculously good, really, really well done trailers. Um, so I think if you're a fan of that series, you're going to be all over all of that stuff. The Czar. Um, content comes out in September I think
1: yeah and that new game mode was it, I think that's like right, next month as a yeah they
0: were series. they were bringing out some stuff soon um, so all of that honestly when you sit there in front of these things with the speakers behind you it's just like, <laughs> it blows you away you've got no real interest in the game um, speaking of which we saw the Pets <laughs> Pets expansion is coming to Sims 4 uh, this year which is good for those people who like both Sims and Pets
1: I think most people were baffled, and a few people were like, Oh, oh there was a girl go. to about <laughs> yeah. four places to
0: our left, just going absolutely crazy. Like, oh my god, that's a pet! Uh, which was cool, and they brought a dog on, which was cute and didn't quite do what they wanted it to do, but um, that, that's what working with animals is like, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, so then at that point, the presentation finished, and then we got to go and play stuff. So, first of all, we went and had our annual FIFA uh one on one contest. Um, Dave ran a poll, who was going to win our contest? What? Do you have any idea where they draw was the
1: draw was?
0: The was forward. Draw was the most Draw was the winner. Um, it was a one-all draw, and then we had pens. <laughs> I missed <laughs> all shaking. five of my penalties because I couldn't work out how to use the PlayStation controller uh, on the penalties, and Dave won one-nil after ten penalties. <laughs> I had an absolutely spectacular one that rattled the crossbar and bounced down. <laughs> Um, but I think using a PlayStation controller when you're used to FIFA on an Xbox is tricky. And
1: it was hard to get a judge of what was new. Like last well, year when we played I totally it, agree. last year when we played FIFA 17 here, I could kind of feel differences, whereas on a new controller, I, just, I don't know what... No,
0: there were always going to be subtle differences that you're probably only going to notice when you're playing it on the system you used to. So yeah, it was, um... It was fun. It was FIFA. Uh, Then we played some Need for Speed Payback, which had two options. We had a career or campaign mode uh, level or a race, so we both dived straight into the campaign. We were tasked with following a truck, which had a um, Koenigsegg in the back of it, tucked away, which we were going to try and steal. Um, And we were following the truck and then it had two sort of uh, friendly cars following it that were trying to stop us from catching it before it got to the bridge. And all of a sudden it turned into burnout, which is probably (laughs) the greatest thing that's happened in a Need for Speed game for a long time. So the idea was to try and bash out the two cars. They had like health bars above them. Um, But if you used your nitrous and hit them on the corner, just like you used to be able to do in burnout, especially if you had like a bit of barrier... To knock them into or a, another car, you could pretty much take them out in one hit. Um, if you didn't manage to do that, it was a bit of a battle. They were they were pretty sturdy, so just like nudging them didn't really get you anywhere. It's all about timing that corner of the the car um, takedown. But it was cool. Like every time we took a car down, slow mo camera pan, yeah. like they were smashing up, there was sparks everywhere. It was really cool. It just reminded me of Burnout, but just far better graphically. And I yeah. think if they can make a whole game out of that, I just like take my money now. Seriously, I just I can't wait to play it properly. Um, the only thing I would say is that that level continued, and they were they were just brought in more pairs of cars <laughs> to take down. So it was like a little bit repetitive. Um, and then we finally got in the Königsegg at the end, and that was like wow, that is a nippy nippy vehicle. You didn't get along with that though, did you? Didn't get along at all, unfortunately. But yeah, that well, that was rapid. Um, had to go on the race. I was trying to send a message to my wife at the time, apologizing for taking <laughs> my daughter's sheet on a holiday with me, <laughs> which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. Um, so I actually came second because I missed the first 20 seconds of the race sending a text. But you won that comfortably, didn't you? Yeah, it was I in think that, that was reasonably easy. It was
1: in that BMW, the, yes, the BMW that BMW they models. brought on. Wow, what a nice looking
0: BMW M5, the very nice looking car that drove right past us at the presentation. But
1: it was good. I found it, a lo- I found it a little bit twitchy, it took me a little. Probably till towards the end of the career to feel like I was actually getting used to the The handling and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: okay, so I struggled immediately because (coughs) there was no option to change the camera view. So we were stuck in boat
1: mode. But it was that was the PC version, it was 4K when it because it said like Mm -hmm. it's an Intel i7. Oh okay
0: They'll all be 4K Um, then, it's PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. If
1: it's that's what we're gonna get on the Xbox One
0: X then. Oh it's very pretty. In fact, we should probably mention the amount of cash that they must have spent on the The consoles and the screens and the, even the headphones on, the on every single console, yeah. you know, every single stand. And there's probably 64 on each. Yeah. Just a ridiculous amount of cash. Um, impressive stuff. And you're playing on the best best kit that's available. Then we had to go on um, Battlefront, uh, which we were in a space battle. <laughs> um, we were thrown into a team. That I, I don't think we had enough people on each side to make it a full 14. I think there was probably three
1: or four on each. Yeah, we were messing about
0: and moving. Yeah, around. we were shifted around a bit. Um but to be honest, I think five beers in, I was struggling with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was struggling with the verticality. So I always I remember this from Gamescom two years ago when I wasn't, I hadn't had a beer. Um but I I I kept changing the, the invert on the X and Y axis, and then every time I did it I thought I had it wrong. So I'd switch it back and then I'd crash into the Death Star or I'd, I'd it or I'd crash into the moon, and it took me ages to really work out how to do that. Eventually, I got it when I, only when I got the game. Could you invert
1: the controls then?
0: I didn't need to because it was I could figure it, it was I, just I about right
1: to invert them, but it was. So oh okay. It took me probably two so or three minutes to get used to. It. Yeah, no, it's and weird. And then I died about four yeah. times <laughs> as well. You like, just
0: crash into stuff, yeah. and the problem is you like see see a target that's like a fixed target on a battle cruiser or um, a, like a gun on the side of the ship and you're you're tracking you'll be like pummeling away at it and all of a sudden you get to <laughs> get it and you're like oh no where do I go and you can't move away you just crash into it I had one so then I you died,
1: died I spawned and as I respawned somebody crashed into me and died again that was probably me amazing
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um I don't know, the, the sound of the game and the look of the game it just that was, amazing. That game was a
1: PS4, that was a PS4 Pro so it was 4K, I don't know if it was true 4K but it was 4K. Um, that, that was again a bit weird doing the controller for me. Yeah, but no I agree, I, I know f- what you mean. It felt exactly the same as playing last year, so the, I don't know what it was called, was it the Battle?
0: That Battle was some War? DLC wasn't it that DLC came out that we played out, last so year. It
1: felt like I was playing that again, it didn't feel... Any different. Any different.
0: Um, It was... I don't know. There was a lot of choices of ships. We had three choices of ships. Uh, All of them had different capabilities, different weapons. Oh, wow. (laughs) Excellent. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so it's more Battlefront. But um, the key thing about uh, Battlefront this time is that it's got a campaign. We didn't get to play any of that. But we are... Sing it again tomorrow, hopefully. I think, yes. Tomorrow? Okay. <laughs> uh, we are also <laughs> having at least two hours with it. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh! Tell you what, the double glaze is good, isn't it? <laughs> We've um, we're in a hotel that is right on the square. Anyone that's been to Cologne will know, um, the square we're right on top of it which is good for getting around but it's obviously less good for noise in the evening um so yeah i think um i think the thing i'm most interested in in battlefront is the campaign so we will wait to see more of that tomorrow yeah um we're also seeing xbox so there's some big big stuff happening tomorrow we also get to have the the walk of the show floor which is always a a fun time on trade day so we will be back tomorrow with some more news and more games played, but um, it's been a fun day one, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Hey, it's uh, part two of part one of oh, a knock a remote control over um, of the two achievements Gamescom twenty seventeen special. I'm here with Dave. Hello again. Hello again. So today was the first proper day of Gamescom, although it's still not the proper day; it's the trade day. Uh, but it meant that all the holes were open for us, which was ace. But first of all, we had an appointment at the XCOM booth, the public booth.
1: Xbox. Yes,
0: the Xbox booth, <laughs> not X, XCOM. They don't even have a booth. My God, it's been a long day. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> so we uh, reprised our FIFA challenge by having a PEZ challenge. Our FIFA challenge was a one-all draw. Um, the Pairs Challenge was a 2 0 victory to me, but mainly because Dave didn't know any of the controls. <laughs> Which made it pretty difficult. Um, so, yeah. But
1: it wasn't a proper controller, so it
0: was much better. It was on an Xbox controller, yeah. Um, so that was cool. Uh, and then we, we thought we should probably play one of the new games on an Xbox One X. So we went off and we played some Forza 7. So I assumed, for some reason, that it was all a single track demo. Uh, And I played Nürburgring in a uh, Nissan, uh, uh, what are they called, Nesmo, Nismo, something. It's a bit like my car. I've got a 370Z Special Edition. It's like one of them. What was that, Oh, that That was you. Okay. Um, So I thought that would be the closest car to what I'm used to driving. Um, And it was the Nürburgring, and it was on a real like weather cycle real time changeable weather cycle and it was all quite okay it was a bit gloomy for the first lap uh, and then by the end of the first lap I was actually chucking it down I turned off the braking assist because when you go and do any of these demos at Gamescom or at most of the other shows they seem to put everything on the maximum help you <laughs> setting that they possibly can in order but I suppose so you get the easiest experience um, and enjoy the game more rather than just getting frustrated but They often have braking assist, which is just the most ridiculous thing ever. So the car will start braking before you've done anything, which is just frustrating. I don't don't know who would enjoy playing a racing game with Mm. that turned on. So I turned that off because I knew it would be on. Um, And I was able to change car view into the in-car view, which was great. looked really nice. Um, Anyway, halfway around lap one, it started to absolutely chuck it down. And all the braking points became wrong. And there's like a really long straight on the Nürburgring that it's famous for. Um, and then halfway through that straight, there's like an S bend. And the first time I took it, it was no problem at <laughs> all because the track wasn't wet. The second time, I broke it exactly when it told me to break. Uh, but I just, I nothing happened. I just, when I steered, it just didn't turn. Mm-hmm. And I just shot through and smashed into the wall. Uh, but even with that and a couple of other smashes, I still won by an absolute mile. So I think the AI was, was turned too simple. But um, the cars handled great. Even, you know, apart from the wet, when it was dry, it was fantastic. But you played a different track. Yeah, mine
1: was, I don't, I don't know what track it was, but it was more, I don't know, it was like in the desert, there was a, a section where it was all sand, and the thing that not really stood out for me, like the cars and everything, always been beautiful in the mm-hmm. so I don't really pick up a great deal of difference from that, but like, as we went around the corner where this sand was, you could see like the wind blowing, and you know, when the wind blows stuff, it makes like little waves of it, yeah. like you could see like properly, like it wasn't just like to brown, it actually looked like it was doing stuff. So that was quite, and that in that bit as well, I could the same the grip. You, you could it didn't. Whether yeah, whether you the could tell was, it, was it
0: was totally different. Okay, that's quite cool. Um, yeah, as you say, like Forza, everyone's going to want to know how good Xbox One X looked on a beautiful monitor. We all the monitors here look so nice. Yeah. Um But as you, exactly as you say, it Forza's always been beautiful. So there's not an actual obvious difference. It's not like when you went from standard def to high def on your telly. And it was plain to see, but this these looked great, but they you know they're not on sixty five inch tellies they're on computer monitors, so we're never going to see something absolutely amazing. Uh, having said that, you are much closer than you, <laughs> you probably would be to a sixty five inch telly um, but yeah, you're exactly right. it was the little stuff, so I noticed like the puddles um just looked absolutely stunning um, and when I spoke to, when I was on the in car view, it felt a lot more realistic inside, and I didn't know why that was it was just sort of peripheral to my my vision until i had the forza um, i went to the forza dev session and they said that they spent they've got so much power now they're just focusing on tiny little details to make all the difference like they've got the wing mirrors to actually rattle as you're driving so you notice though you don't obviously you wouldn't really notice it but yeah, that was the type of things they were telling us they put the detail into um, and they really modeled all of the inside of the cars um, to a much higher degree than they ever have before. So if you are one of the people like me that likes the in car view. Oh yeah, and there's like um even the resistance on the windshield wipers. They they made work correctly and the noise that they make and just everything it was like tiny tiny little details, but I think when you actually play the game it will make a difference to you. But I think um it's probably in the other sorts of games where you'll notice more the graphical um fidelity like we saw um there's going to be a 4K Xbox One X enhancement version of Tomb Raider, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. And that video looks like drop-dead gorgeous, absolutely, ridiculously good. So I think it's games like that that will really, really shine. Um, so yeah, Forza was great, as expected. Uh, did you win your race? I did. Excellent. Uh, so that was cool. So 700 plus cars. What was the other stuff that came um, out of the talk? Uh, they finalised the list of achievements, but they wouldn't tell me what it was. No. <laughs> um, and they also don't know exactly when that's going to come out. But um, the game's out October 3rd. Um, they have done some cool stuff, actually. So they've been working with Playground to um, use some of the ideas that they were working on together. So if you've played Horizon 3, you'll know that when you're um, driving around the festivals, you get like the audio from the festival itself. Sounds sort of muffled as you drive around the speakers and stuff. Um, in Forza, now you can um, play music from your OneDrive or any uh, various other uh, music thing. I think it's got its own soundtrack as well. Um, and then that will play around the track in exactly the same way. So you'll hear the music differently on the speakers as you drive around. That was really cool. And as you can imagine, with the dynamic weather effects, they've also taken some of the Forza Horizon Sky. Um, work that, that Ralph was just like so proud of the stuff they mm-hmm. did for Australia um, so yeah there's a, apparently they work together really closely on quite a lot of the stuff so that's really cool so some of those little neat little tricks that are in Horizon will make their way into Forza as well and vice versa um, so that was cool what did we play after Forza I played or well, you played some assassins and then I played it after you did what did you think of it
1: I liked the look and feel of it the, the one thing that I got a bit stuck, kind of, there was no, there was nobody around to help or anything like that. Yeah. I'm so used to the combat in Assassin's Creed, you lock on with one, you lock on to the, like, whoever character is with one, I think it's the left trigger. Left trigger, yeah. And, and then the right you trigger. get, like, the you got the parry and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and actually like, it's been that way all the way through, where the combat on this is completely different. I had a roll, I think. <laughs> yes. I, I, you had a roll, but you didn't lock on, you didn't lock on to any characters. You you could roll out of the way of, say, attacked, and then the, like, the bumpers were like um, similar to Far Honor, light attacks, like oh, okay. heavy attacks, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I just played that last week. But I didn't find any way to parry, and then I noticed, was, I think the left shoulder was like to raise your shield, but then I think you must have to do something to actually get into defend with your shield, because my guy had his shield up, we was <laughs> still getting smacked. <laughs> so I died a couple of times. I, I I'm always self-conscious when you're in them little rooms of how much time you take. Yeah, no, that's fair. Cute. So I played a little bit. I took over like a ship. Yeah. And
0: took out a captain, messed about with that. and then. So were you trying to find the statues? There was like two gold statues. that uh... On that ship? Yeah, well, one was on the ship and one was underwater.
1: It was a bit weird because mine said they had like the thing down the side. I don't know if I'd started somebody else's game. Oh, okay. Because it said, kill the captain, do this. To find two things. Yep, man had already got two
0: things tipped for that Okay, there. yeah. So there were two gold statues that you were supposed to find, um, and that was quite cool. So the game started off, and you are on a horse, um, charging around. Now graphically here, I had the feeling I don't know whether it's because I was so close to the monitor, but it looked a bit to me like the horse and your character was superimposed on top. You know, like when you have got a green screen and it looks a little bit out of place. It looked like almost like the the character and the horse at a different resolution to, the, to everything else it didn't look quite right uh, which, which surpri- really surprised me actually because that game looks amazing and there was a bit where um, I went off and started a mission and then to find the two statues you use the eagle vision and that looked amazing when you're soaring around as the eagle you're trying to spot you lose, use like the left trigger it's almost like this um, like a radar system to find these two statues and then you find them and then they appear on the map and then you've got to go back as your main character and then go and try and find them but I one was on the boat, and I had an absolute nair trying to attack the guy. I just died. It was like I, exactly as you said. I was rolling around, <laughs> just rolling around on the floor. And when I was attacking them, I was just missing them using the right trigger. So I don't know what the, what the controls were, and there
1: wasn't any. I don't think they put controller maps out for that one. Right, I had one, but I couldn't. I was trying. To, cause I, kept, I kept trying to lock on, but doing that is easy by Yeah. Now. Yes. So I used the bow and arrow on the horse. That worked quite well. No, it was cool. Like I, I didn't even mean to do it. I died the first time I fought that captain so the second time I thought I'll go around and he could climb up on top of the rigging and where he was sat there was um, like a little fire next to me and as I pulled my bow and arrow out it kind of passed the, the arrow through the fire and it caught and then, fire yeah then shot like it and turned him on fire oh wicked that's yeah. really cool
0: yeah so there are um, there are some neat little tricks like that um, but as you say I think it's weird that they mix up the controls and then not really tell you how to use it. If people are used to these lessons controls, but anyway, I think we probably, I think we're playing more of that, yeah. so we will know we will know more and we'll get a bit more time with the game in the next couple of days. Um, the next thing I played was um, Pub uh, Battlegrounds. Player I know Battlegrounds, um, which I've never played. I've watched people playing it, and this is the first time it's been on Xbox, at least playable on Xbox. So that was pretty exciting in itself. Um and I have to say I got it finally like not finally the first time I played it I got why it's so popular because there's quite a long build up before that you first have an encounter with someone so you've got the there's a little bit where everyone just wanders around and then you all get in the plane the plane flies over the map and you have to decide where you're going to bail out um, and I chose what I thought was <laughs> like, it was pretty much the first town we flew over where there was a load of buildings and Everyone seemed to pale out at that time. I was, you see on the map loads of parachutes. I left pulling my parachute till quite late and then I found I sort of steered away from where I saw the other parachutes going. I wandered into a couple of buildings, didn't find any weapons immediately, um, but sort of the fourth or fifth building, I found um, a pistol and then there was no ammo for it. Then I had to find some ammo, found some energy drinks, um, and that was all quite cool. And then I was just wandering around and all this has probably taken up almost. Probably six or seven minutes it's quite intense and then you're really conscious of not sticking your head out and getting caught um but i saw someone running across through a, behind a window off in the distance so i i put my head out and i went to take a couple of shots but i hadn't loaded the gun so you have to manually load the gun the before yeah yeah i mean all this stuff you get used to straight away i think but um it was a when you when time is of the essence and you're a, you're already a bit fussed and it's like oh god there's someone i've got to try and shoot him. It's very different to when you're playing against like AI and stuff where you, you sort of don't care because they, you, it feels like a more important kill. Um, so anyway, I was, I was following this person and I shot them and I, they, they disappeared and I couldn't find them again. So I wandered around and then I, I came up to another building and as I approached the building someone shot at me through the window. Um, so I like, you can crouch down and I hit I sort of hid under the windowsill and I walked all the way around the back of the building and then came in through a back door. You have to like manually open and shut all the doors. <laughs> which, is, which is also slightly, slightly unusual but a going to get you straight away um, and then I saw them and like they were shooting me and I was shooting them uh, and then I ran away because you've only got one life and it feels like you've invested so much to get to that point you just don't want to die but you don't re-heal so your energy bars just stays it just kept getting lower and lower and lower until I was getting attacked um, and I found this I circled back around in this house and it was quite a big house probably had like five different entrances and I thought, right, I'm sure they're still in there. And I walked in, and as I walked into this room, I saw this submachine gun, so I was like, yes! And as I bent down to pick it up, and I picked up the submachine gun, there was some ammo next to it. I picked up the ammo, and just as I picked up the ammo, they shot me from behind. So they probably just left it there on purpose, not picked it up. Um, but it was really intense. Like, my, my heart was pounding while I was trying to find this ca- uh, this other human character. So I can really see the appeal. Um, I don't think we've got any more sessions for that, have we? Oh, we have.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, wicked! Yay! That's the only reason we're going in. I oh, think. Friday we've got an interview with the guys. Yes, yeah, so we we'll, we all know an awful lot. In fact, we've got a full hour with them. I think so. Hopefully, we'll get to play it some more, and we can talk about some of the design decisions and find out a bit more about the Xbox conversion, and what's involved. But um yeah, it was cool. I I, I totally got it
1: straight away. I can see why people are so addicted to it. Um, what did you think? It was, I I did this. I jumped out the plane. Got to a few buildings, alright, and I got loads of I got loads of stuff straight away. I had drinks and body yeah i got drinks I didn't, I did, do you know what the drinks did cuz i, I presume it's a helium no one. i didn't
0: because i i drank one when or um, well, an energy drink i drank yeah. after my health health was really low. No, nothing really happened it
1: made me i think it made me a bit faster all oh, right okay uh, found hats and pants and all that <laughs> of <them. laughs> That's got some guns i think i made two kills like cuz I, I noticed as i was diving in everybody was going on this like it was like a little town that we had all seen so a parachute a and then within i don't know about five minutes. Well, probably about two or three minutes. I killed two and got got killed myself.
0: You killed someone. Yeah, I killed Aww. two. I like
1: there must have been about ten people in this little, like one grouping of buildings that we all went to. So it was like didn't really get to know their proper experience because, you Yeah, know, did that that's way. very
0: different because mine was just one against effectively one against one in a tight, you know, in a tight <laughs> environment. Um, oh, wicked! I can't wait to play again. Oh, it's going to be good. Um, okay, let's move on. Um, we're going to cover them quite quickly because we've played 15 games, I think. Uh, right, next one, Shadows of War. The big games just keep on coming. Shadows of War, wow. Absolutely amazing. So we started off... Um, the demo starts up. We've got 10 skill points to spend straight off the bat. Huge skill trees, like sort of six different categories, five different skills in each, and each one of those had like three sub skills yeah. that we could pick up. So I spent all those. I mainly went for the... Um, combat and the uh ranger stuff so the arrows got some cool stuff and then you sort of walk towards this um castle turret type thing and there was i think four different missions yeah um and i chose the one which i assume was a story mission because it was yellow and the others weren't um but it was basically get your army to invade this uh what do they call them the stronghold that's it the orc stronghold and the um the cutscene kicks in, and I've got this vast army behind me. Like I don't know how many, like hundreds. It looked like of people, and they're all behind you, and they're like, "Come on, we want to kill for you." And you like lift your sword up, and everyone runs, and then you see the amazing stuff that Shadows of Mordor is famous for, with all the cuts, like the sharp cuts into the orcs, and they're all screaming at you. You <laughs> and it shows like what level they are. Some of them look like pretty horrendous. Tough to kill like level thirty five, and I don't think I don't remember stuff getting that hard on, <laughs> on the first game. Um, but there was loads of them in this place. So the map, the game start, the attack started, and I had four capture points to get, um, A, B, C, and D. And I think you have to do them in order. So I went straight for one straight away. But they're like running up um, the outside walls, really nifty. It's just I suppose it's just like Assassin's Creed, really. Yeah. You can just clamber up, um, and you pull people over the top of the turrets to kill them, jump up. I was using my bow and arrow constantly. Um, and it was just really cool. And the, there was a massive variety of different orcs. I got used to chaining the attacks as well. So I've, I've been replaying Shadows of Mordor for um, playlist anyway. So I'm used to the combat system again. But um, I was getting up to like 30 combos, um, just like flicking between people. I couldn't remember what the execution move was. That was the really frustrating thing. Um but every now and then you get to as you get to this big circle where you have to stay inside it while it while it, like a counter ticked down. And then once that counter had ticked down, you could claim the area by pressing down on the D pad. Um but all the while you're trying to stay within this circle there's orcs and you know the big boss orcs as well, all all kicking up. Um and it was amazing. And I I ended up capturing all four points. I'd been in there about twenty five minutes, and I think they were wanting to leave at that point. I could have seriously just sat there playing that game all, all day. I absolutely loved it. Really, really enjoyed my experience with it, and I can't wait to play some more. Uh, in fact, soon we're going to play it now. <laughs> the Shadows of War party. Um, you haven't played Mordor, have you? Yeah. Oh, you have. Ah, huh. how did you enjoy it? It was very really similar on it.
1: Um, I did the same mission as you. Oh, did you? Didn't, well that was I thought that was the bit that was so different because it was like you had this yeah, that, huge... I was I being impressed with that army behind you and I like, yeah. was like, charge! <laughs> yeah. It was quality. And there was two big massive turret Yeah, yeah, with those things, things, things like, on the top of them. Animal something. things. So I was going, the first one, I was like whacking it with my sword and it's like stamping. You got yeah, bullet yeah, yeah. You had sword. to press A, didn't you, to get and like the I, I think I died a couple of times on that. But then I realised the second one, once I killed it, I realised you could borrow an arrow, there was like wooden blocks highlighted as you pulled your yes. bow arrow out. So that killed that and then same thing <laughs> When I was capturing the first of like those areas that I went to do, I didn't realise you had to plant like something in the ground. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, that was I the was tab still tab waiting hard to <laughs> and fighting. And, fighting. <laughs> and there was like four, well, as I went into that area, there was four or five boss arms mm. and I was like, "Jesus!" But yeah, I played it. I think I died and I gave up and I need I couldn't remember the combo. Like, yeah, was no, just, no, it's a shame. I was doing, but yeah, it was good.
0: It's cool, yeah. and it's, it, you know you get like the little Y icon comes up, or the A icon that um, you'd think would ruin the game for you, it takes you out of the experience, but actually you really need that. Yeah, if, like if you areas. can anticipate it, you, it does, you can get some really good combos going. What I really liked was while that battle was going on and you were in these circular areas, every time any of the major players on either side got killed, it would like cut off yeah. to them dying, and it would say how they died, and it was either your one or the, the opponent's one. You got a feel of how the battle was going outside of your little. And you only
1: had like a limited time, didn't you, to revive your ally if you didn't revive him in time. Oh, like, I didn't even know you could revive him. Yeah, that's why I kept saying everyone was bleeding out. Yeah, but I was just you ignoring got, got, But I, I, he did prompt you to do it, but you're really close up to them screens. Aren't yeah, you? I know I, it's I ridiculous. Know it's, it's probably like a thirty-inch monitor. Yeah, or something. A two inches from your face. And you got you can't you got to look like around so I missed the prompt for the first one he died. <laughs> I'm still looking forward to actually playing it properly. And oh yeah. It's weird, isn't it I mean I understand they've got to give you a point of the game to play something that's fun and yeah make you go wow, but it's weird jumping in and getting ten skill points that you don't. Yeah, you any wild of wild other skills, <laughs> did, yeah. yeah, yeah, right,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, I think that was probably my highlight of the day. Um. And um, we, luckily, we get to play some more of it in a minute. Okay, then I played some Crackdown Three, which I don't think you had time to play. No, I didn't. No. So this was cell shaded, um, which I sort of knew, but when I was playing, I thought actually this looks really cool. But it's again, it's it doesn't show off the Xbox One X graphics. Whereas I thought Mordor did. Mordor looked amazing. Um, uh, sorry, Shadows of War looked amazing. Um, but Crackdown Three, because it's cell shaded, then it's just you know, there's no no flash graphics anyway. Um. But that was it was quite a lot of fun. So I don't again, it dumps you halfway through the game, you've no idea what point you're at, but um you had enough agility to to get up and around most of the most of the map that I was playing on. Um my one concern was that I didn't really know what to do. I kept entering zones where it would say, Oh, this is a, a like an environmental zone or something where I had to go and do something. But I'd shoot all the enemies, which show up as red dots on the map, so it's easy to find them. Although the map's totally 2D. And the, and the obviously the environment is massively 3D. So you'll see a red dot and you'll be like, well, I'm right on it, where is it? And it will be like six floors above you <laughs> and quite difficult to get to sometimes. Um, so that was a bit frustrating. But I'd click down that thing and then it it wasn't obvious what had happened. Nothing nothing changed. So I just sort of stood around for a bit. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it looked good. I liked the cell shading. It was unusual. I'd not played a game that looked like that before. Um, I just I just wish I knew what I was supposed to be doing a bit more it was just like there was no point to what I was doing it was just a map with lots of red dots on and I just sort of made my way around it killing them the melee attacks really satisfying <laughs> I found um, and the guns there's guns everywhere as you kill an enemy you can pick up the gun and the, you know, there's lots of enemies to kill so um, some of the shotguns were just ultra powerful and, and quite entertaining to use so I probably want to play some crack Crackdown 3 before I offer any judgement on it um, we then played Super Lucky's Tale which I think you told me has come out before on other platforms. Yeah, it was on the Wii It was on the Wii
1: A version of it was on the Wii hmm. So it's
0: a typical Nintendo cute and cuddly platformer, although it's probably not made by Nintendo if it's coming out on the Xbox. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I don't even really like games like that normally. But I found it not particularly challenging. A load of little things you had to do um, that were all relatively straightforward. And I thought it was just really well done and really enjoyable. So I probably played that for about 20 minutes. Played Quite a lot of that. Um, Got all the collectibles that they were to collect. Got my lucky four-leaf clover in the bonus levels. Um, But yeah, I think that's... If you like platformers, I think you'll you'll love that game. I would recommend it. Uh, We then played a... Oh, we played on a PC. We played Destiny 2 (laughs) with a keyboard and mouse. So we queued up for Destiny 2 and there was barely any queue and we're like, yes, I can't wait to play this. And then the bloke... uh, took me to one of the stations and I went, ah, uh, controller, because all the helpers here are pretty much German. And he went, nine, <laughs> keyboard and mouse. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, this isn't going to go well. And it's really, I think it's the first time, apart from Gamescom a few years ago, when I played, tried to play COD um, with a keyboard and mouse, that I've actually tried to do it. Now, unfortunately, they, they had a map, uh, one of the key guides out, but everything was in German. Yeah, it was a bit weird that one. <laughs> it was <laughs> weird. Spinting, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sprinting was about the only one, <laughs> only one that I could work out. But it's just, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, I'm such a console gamer, and this going to sound ridiculous to anyone that plays shooters on a on PC. But the amount of controls that there were like almost every key on the keyboard <laughs> seems to do something. And I could just about get used to like moving backwards and forwards um, using the four move buttons and then using the mouse to control where I was looking and stuff and actually having the left uh, mouse button to zoom and the right mouse button to shoot was amazing and i th- i just absolutely loved that and it was re- you could totally kill stuff really fast you could spin around and, sh- and zoom and shoot and i th- i think we were really overpowered because i was taking out these enormous guys with only like three or four shots especially if you got headshots off um but i actually really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the, the level i w- wish i'd played it on a controller um and hopefully we'll get a chance to do that at some point, but um, yeah, it looked cool. I mean, it was sort of more of the same Destiny type things. Yeah. It was just like me against a load of other things, but it wasn't co op. We weren't playing as a team or
1: anything. It was just a single. I player think team. it was the 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 the, the uh, trailer gameplay trailer they showed at E three. Okay. It was pretty much that. I enjoyed it. I mean,
0: it, it was really. it felt satisfying because the enemies were massive. And you, and there were a lot of them, but you could take them out quite quickly. Yeah, they kept um, coming in waves, didn't they? Yeah, they kept coming in waves, and um, <laughs> I got really stuck when I ran out of bullets, which which took a long time. And I knew I had three weapons, but I just couldn't figure out how to change weapon. So that was really annoying. And I, uh, while I was
1: like staring at the map trying to translate, um, I died. I got killed. It was a bit, when we got there, the guy said, "I presume in German, do you know, do you want to play with this class or another class?" But I didn't know, so I was just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't know what, <laughs> what what class I was playing. With no, it, I don't know any of that. it was pretty slick when it it ran smooth, it felt smooth. Oh yeah, it look, looked
0: fantastic actually. It a was really on PCs yeah, did, I think you're right. Lots of them. <laughs> um, the next one was a bit of a surprise for me. We played a game called Strange Brigade. Um, in their booth, uh, which was in the in the Microsoft Hall, but in a in a different area, and for a small indie title, they had quite a Fancy Massive setup. Or rebellion, oh, right? are they? Okay. Yeah, they, I mean, they're indie, but they're big. They're big indie. Okay. So, this was, I don't know, you, you described this one.
1: So, if you've played a Zombie Army Trilogy, it's the same thing as that, but with a different setting and different kind of zombies and stuff like okay. that. Okay, I didn't realise that. This is, yeah, it's like Zombie Army Trilogy was like the spin off they did from Sniper Elite 3 mm-hmm. and 2, I think whereas this is the spin-off they've done from Sniper Elite 4. So if you play Sniper Elite 4, you'll know, but the cool thing was, you, at the beginning, you chose your character, so you're not, like Zombie Army trilogy, you pretty much had a sniper rifle. Okay. Whereas this, you could choose, it was a shotgun. like. Yeah, you know, I chose the soldier. I don't know, but I, I had, I, I picked the one that was like, um, and I, not like a, a machine gun type thing, mm-hmm. pretty fast. But, so it was like, like, you pick, you got a choice of, like which character you wanted to play with different weapons. And I th- there was points when you threw like you could kit out your weapon, like, yep. load up. So it was pretty cool. But the Zombie Army Trilogy from there, really. Oh, okay. So I haven't played that at all. So the Sons of Waves of Enemies. Yeah, were, well, that's, like, that's what I was about to say. It was an yeah. awful
0: lot of enemies. But re- I really, really enjoyed it. Like, seriously enjoyed it. I thought it was excellent. I'd buy that game.
1: The setting was brilliant. It was done, like, I don't know what era, but, like, the old-style old, old style movies and TV shows, Yeah. you get a narrator... With like a posh English accent. It was really posh. Will our heroes save the day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oh, look at that chap. <laughs> it was quality.
0: It was really good. Right, it added a really nice touch to it. I don't know whether it would get annoying after a while, but I've played it for,
1: I reckon we played that for 20 minutes. Yeah, and, um, I, well, it, and when you died as well, that like, was pretty cool. Like, was, I, I died a couple of times in it, and you, one, one time you, it was like coffins at the side of the map, was Yeah, come yeah. Out of the coffin. And then the other time it, it came up on the screen and the being said, do you give up or something <laughs> then he came out
0: of the cup and pistol, so. <laughs> um, I was playing as a soldier and I had like a rifle and a pistol and then I picked up like this massive shotgun thing yeah, it was amazing like yeah and I was yeah exactly and I was um, I was really happily switching between all three of them and they all felt really good so the pistol I could fire off six rounds really fast um and the rifle was good at range, but a headshot would pretty much take out a zombie. And then the other weapon took forever to reload, but you could take five or six out. The other thing I really liked was there was loads of environmental things that you could shoot. Yeah, there was that
1: puzzles one not
0: there? Yeah, there were some puzzles through it, but there was also some like traps. I, I shot one,
1: and spears came up through the floor yeah. and killed me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you could see on the floor. So
0: there were like little, um, like grids that you could see that would have like this orb next to them, and if you shot the orb, the spikes would fly out. But there was also one. It was like just on a like a a round wall, yeah. and you shot it, and then this massive like turbine of blades came up <laughs> yeah. out of the floor, and just like annihilated everything anywhere around it. That was awesome. And then there was also red barrels just everywhere, so you could just shoot one of those and massive fire explosion. Um, but you needed all that stuff because there were
1: I don't know I must have killed like three hundred. And there was something you as you were killing stuff, you were like collecting. All yeah, stuff, like and you like powered power. up, up, didn't powers. you? And you pressed, was it. Hey, yeah, and or, you or you X? Kept me it was too. X. We were on a PlayStation trial. Yeah, yeah, I kept going. No, that's not it. <laughs> and he'd throw like this weird grenade that had like killed instantly. All the stuff. Yeah, everybody. it was hectic.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. I'm definitely buying that game. I I really really enjoyed it. Okay, I think um, that's almost everything we played. I played Formula One. Uh, Dave had a go, but his was on manual gears, and. The and German display station control instructions, instructions
1: <laughs> started <to change> any- <laughs> yeah. So that lasted about one turn. <laughs> before I, heard some I didn't even get on the stack because <laughs> it was stuck fucking neutral. <laughs> 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 and I was pressing stuff. Oh, oh brilliant. Uh, I had a propagate
0: at that and um, I was doing really <laughs> well actually. I got I was I started the racing first. Um I was immediately overtaken by um, Brit at Bottas yeah. uh, on the first corner. But I held my own for the rest of the race until lap three when I (laughs) clipped the the same wall that I'd clicked the first two laps round but my front wing came off and then I just couldn't break anymore. Uh, So it's, especially once you've been playing Forza where you've got like rewind and a bit of, you know, you can crash and it doesn't really matter. Your car doesn't get damaged, I don't think. Um, It was was a lot less forgiving uh, which would be frustrating.
1: Um, The final thing we did was we went to the Microsoft Platform Talk. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Tell us about that, Dave. Uh, so there, it was kind of three sections on it. Like they told us, it was the Xbox platform, but then it was a bit mixed. So they started off with Mixer, and they were talking about basically being able to do use Mixer from the like your Xbox, but most of it was around like the Windows. PC version. Yeah. And do like Windows G or something, like Game Bar and stuff. They had there; they weren't really up for us. Um, but it, no, there was some cool stuff in there. So they had a way that you could. Um,
0: you could choose whether your system sounds would yeah, would, yeah. would broadcast as well. There was quite a lot of functionality. Of, yeah, a bit there's of, new it? stuff. Yeah, could specify your language. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, so people could look for just um streamers in their own language, which is quite cool. Um, they talked a bit about the Mixer Create app on mobile as well. Yeah. Which I should, in theory, have access to, but I haven't. I haven't, <laughs> as far as I'm
1: aware. But that was pretty cool. We should have that. Uses the FTL.
0: Yeah. So it's like um Periscope effectively. Yeah. But you can also share as well as sharing your camera and broadcasting live footage, you can also share your desktop. So if you're playing a game, a yeah, mobile game you
1: could I think Android yeah. is anything. Yeah. Whatever's on your home on your desktop you can use. Like if you're watching a video I suppose you could either. Yeah. But uh, IOS was limited to some kind of games, I don't account. Yeah you mentioned a word that I missed me. that it was some types of things that you can only do.
0: Okay, and um, the other really cool thing was that you can use your um, phone as the chat window yeah. for your Xbox mixer stream. So if you're streaming direct from your Xbox, you're not using a PC capture card, um, you can use your phone to have the chat in, which is really cool, so it's like a second screen chat uh, thing, because uh, I suppose most people wouldn't have access to, to see that chat window. Yeah, up like a panel. It's okay, kind of you'd want the full thing. screen though normally, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, Okay, you could choose whether you had a webcam on, which was quite cool, Um, and there's also a way to have uh, game mode on the game bar, yeah. which drops all non-essential system resources and routes them to the game, so you, you said that would increase uh, higher frame rates. Um, Was there anything in the Xbox stuff that we didn't know about? Most of it
1: was stuff that they'd already talked about, wasn't no, it? No, yeah, a lot of it was just Trumpet in the 4 stuff, and it would, uh, they said it was sixty percent more memory. Yeah, sixty more memory, memory like than any image. other console. Yeah. Um, but it was just good seeing the Project Scorpio edition of the X-Carpio Yeah, one, like, so they brought out all the, the special editions,
0: <laughs> all the special editions that they talked about um, last or this week on the on the show. So we saw the Minecraft one. We actually got to touch the Minecraft one and then the Scorpio special edition. And they did they have the shadows? Or? No, no, they didn't have that. There's nothing
1: to that. It's not, It's just a white box that you, you just game don't game with. Yeah,
0: with. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the controllers are cool. We brought out the um, chip as well, the Scorpio um, chip, which is pretty sweet. took a puff photo of that it's on my Twitter. Um, and they were talking about the bulk storage transfer. So there's a load of stuff that they mentioned briefly um, in the Xbox presentation. But basically, you'll be able to turn on... if you, if you, uh, In advance of the um, Xbox One X coming out, you'll be able to turn on some stuff on your Xbox One that will start all the updates downloading for any of those games that support it so you can get all those 4k textures all the enhancements already transferred to your xbox one prior to the xbox one x coming out and then when it comes out you can either just swap your hard drive if you've got an external drive into the new one and everything will just work and be all gloriously 4 k up or you can do like a bulk network transfer so it'll pick up another network, xbox on the network and you'll be like it was really neat interface actually was like right we want to do it from this Xbox to this Xbox here's all the games and they've all got a little tick box next to them they tick all the ones that you want to transfer them boom, goes.
1: one of the coolest things that annoyed me a lot when one of my old Xboxes kept wiping I had to factory reset it once you put you can put easy enough to put your profiles on but all your settings are gone yeah and that's one of, the, one of the things settings back up so yeah, uh, like, if you've me. set your TV and your remotes and sky and all that kind of stuff and anything you've set in the console will it transfer over to the One X, and I presume any other Xbox one. Yeah, experience. I would have thought so, yes. So I guess it'll be saved in the cloud of your profile like, has
0: this, has that. Um, they also showed us the new Xbox experience, which is not the new Xbox experience. Well, from it's it's changing it?
1: from the preview. that. Yes, I well, that's
0: have. exactly what he said. They're, they're working really hard on all the feedback because there was a lot of people that were like, uh, "Yeah, I don't like this. There's some stuff here that needs to change. And it sounds like they're changing quite a lot of it straight away based on feedback, which is cool. So I think they're going to... It sounds like they're sticking with all the changes to the alignment of the buttons. Like, yeah. The stuff on the guide, some of the fly-out things were really cool. So when you're in the guide um, and you go onto a friend and you bring up your friend's list, rather than it loading that friend up in a separate app, it just loads up like a quick menu straight yeah, inside. Uh, it's like another wooden... Yeah, side. it's like a sec- they called it a fly-out. Yeah. Is it's that, like that like the like blades
1: a- on the old 360? Yeah, so is
0: you that don't that actually nice. come out of the game that you're playing. It's still just all part of this, the sidebar in the guide, which is really neat. Um, loads of stuff they were talking about they just tried to make it faster so the very first thing when you turn on your Xbox will be to resume whatever you were doing you literally just press A to do that
1: this worked okay so i uh, <laughs> yeah yeah
0: totally um, there were some cool things on the game hub so when you went to uh, the like vertical scrolling list of games that you've been recently playing which I think you can contru- you can literally customise that entire list there were four panels like there was start the game and then it had um the rarest achievement in this game that you haven't unlocked yet uh, as like a, like a challenge, almost like a challenge for yourself. Uh, it seems like a weird one to do, because it's basically chosen the hardest achievement in the game as the next thing you should be aiming for, yeah. whereas I, I would have thought it would make more sense to choose the, the least rare achievement that you haven't
1: locked yet as the next one to go for. Um, I, I mean, that is as I've got it at home, except none of it's useful, the information. Yeah. So I get videos from 200 days ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, one thing they did mention, 40 more pins. Yes. 40 pins. 40, like 50, like yeah. They reduced it down to about 10 or something, 20. Going back up to 40. Smaller, look better than it does currently. Um, yeah, that's it cool. still seems like a huge amount of wasted space to me. Another thing that's pretty cool was now, did you notice at the bottom of the screen, it showed what he'd got like, Section you know, you have like a full page for slime rancher yeah there was like white headers so you could see what was above and below okay Whereas at a minute you got no idea no idea yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. Um, there was one
0: uh, it showed us the light and dark theme switching in and out that that was pretty light, yeah, it was an instant one yeah it was really quick um so when we originally I'm surprised it's taking this long to be honest because when we originally made the app uh which we're talking what three three years ago now in fact it was this month that it came out three years ago I think maybe two years ago no it was three years ago yeah it was three years ago Um, the templates that we initially used they had a lot in the dark one (laughs) like literally exactly the same as what we were looking at there so they have had all the stuff sat around just not doing anything and there was one little thing which I think TA um, fans will really appreciate and that was on the home screen he had like four probably useless most of the time panels but one of them said that he'd just been overtaken in gamer score by one of his friends, and it said he now fifteen GS in front of you, and a picture of the friend. And I thought that was really neat. That's a
1: really nice little touch. Um, I'm sure it, uh, TA people. I did ask pressure. him afterwards because like once I had finished, he he asked if we wanted any questions, and um, like I said, all, a here, so I was he's like oh I but. Um, I was asking him about, so are you learning, do you know, the stuff that's shown in these panels? Because I said to him at mine, at the minute, it's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he was like, yeah, yeah, we, we try to kind of improve it. And it's like learning as people are using it, what yeah. they're seeing and stuff. So hopefully, it's done, once it comes to everybody, it'll be a lot more... Yeah, I think and, it will. Uh, it sounds
0: like they're they're working on the feedback, and um, they'll have like um, data from what people are clicking on, won't they? So yeah. they'll know if people are just ignoring stuff. Because it's
1: all those four things there are kind of social features. So yeah. You know, launch the game is always there. But yeah. Then the other slots. Been a bit random for me so far, but if it is useful, it'd be good. Agree.
0: Cool. Okay, that's it for today. Um, it's been a very busy day. We're going to show this walk party now and we are going to play some stuff and listen to some tunes (laughs) it's live streaming so if you see me drunk making a fool of myself later on uh, apologies in advance for that (coughs) again yeah thanks though uh we have a ton of stuff to see tomorrow i don't know how many points we've got it's probably around 20 (laughs) including farming simulator is the very first thing we see um but it's going to be cool so we'll record another show tomorrow and thursday and we'll hopefully get those up um, I'll probably do it as soon as I get back to the UK on Saturday but we'll hopefully get this one up
1: tomorrow cool thanks for joining us see you later bye bye